Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. About three or four times a year, I get into a heated debate about the existence of aliens. Most people don't care about the subject or are certain that no such thing exists. For most of my life, I didn't believe in their existence either, mostly because it wasn't really fashionable. And partly because as a Christian, it wasn't so much frowned upon as seen as the sort of fanciful and overindulgent thinking not compatible with a sober and serious person. (laughs) So for most of my life, I didn't really give it much thought. And all concept of alien life forms lay somewhere in the realm of the movie E.T., extraterrestrial E.T., phone home. An ugly but friendly humanoid alien who stumbled across our little planet and just wanted to get back home. Like most people, I relegated aliens to the realm of crazy conspiracy theorists complaining about being probed in the nether regions and furiously prepping for the end of days. And then I discovered C.S. Lewis. Clive Staples Lewis was an Irish-born British writer and lay theologian, probably best known for his fantasy novel series, The Chronicles of Narnia. If you haven't read the books, you've probably watched the movies, including The Land, The Witch and the Wardrobe, and Prince Caspian. Now, I could say many things about the works of C.S. Lewis, but what we know is that outside of a brief period from his teenage years to the age of 32, he was a lifelong devoted Christian and his faith had a profound impact on his writing. So sometime in my mid to late teens, I devoured a lot of his work, including his series of science fiction books collectively called the Space Trilogy. I remember like yesterday, the first time I read the first book in the series, Out of the Silent Planet. I have forgotten most of it now, but it tells a story of Elwyn Ransom, a man who voyages to Mars and discovers that Earth is exiled from the rest of the solar system. In many ways, it's your typical sci-fi adventure novel, with a perilous journey to outer space, an encounter with a strange alien species, fear, mistrust, and conflict between the humans and the aliens, ending with the hero learning much about himself and the world, etc., etc., etc. So although I have forgotten many of the details, I do remember that the idea of God and faith and the desire of said God to commune with his creation was a clear theme throughout this book. This is not surprising because as I mentioned, C.S. Lewis was a lifelong Christian, a fact that permeates his writing. In the Chronicles of Narnia, we see a lot of Christian symbolism and metaphors, most notably that Lion Aslan, a Christ-like figure who quite literally dies and resurrects in order to save Narnia. So, I say all of that to say, reading Out of the Silent Planet was a bit of an eye-opener for me. C.S. Lewis is undoubtedly a gifted writer, but there is something about the way he weaved the idea of a god who is god across all possible planets and galaxies that made me think, of course, of course there are other worlds and planets and species. We can't be the only ones. I mean, look at God. Does he strike you as the kind of person that would stake all his hopes in one deeply flawed creation that is now constantly one shaggy-haired, trigger-happy, populist dictator away from blowing the entire planet to smithereens? I really don't think so. (laughs) 
So anyway, from the time I read Out of the Silent Planet, I became a firm believer in the existence of alien life forms. Garçon, <laughs> fetch me my tinfoil hat. <laughs> but then the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. About a month ago, on the 16th of April of 2021, the U.S. government grudgingly acknowledged the existence of unidentified aerial phenomena, more commonly known as UFOs. So after decades of public denial, the Pentagon admitted that there's something out there and the U.S. Senate wants to know what it is. The Pentagon confirmed the authenticity of photos and video from Navy personnel taken in 2019 that appeared to show triangle-shaped objects blinking and moving through the clouds. Another set of photos from the Navy personnel showed three objects apparently flying in the sky, shaped like a sphere, an acorn, and a metallic blimp. Louis Elizondo, who worked at the Pentagon in what is called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, has spoken of a technology that can do six to 700 G-forces, whatever that means, but I assume it's insane, that can fly at 13,000 miles an hour, that can evade radar, and that can fly through air and water and possibly space, and also has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. So the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee has ordered the Director of National Intelligence and the Secretary of Defense to deliver a report on the mysterious sightings no later than June 2021. That's next month. They've said enough. Don't play with us. Tell us what's going on. Now, do I expect the U.S. government to come out and say, oh, yes, by the way, guys, <laughs> we believe that there are extraterrestrials who have been making incursions into American space, airspace every day for two years? Absolutely not. I think it will be extremely vague and include speculation that it's secret U.S. technology or possibly from adver adversaries like the Russians or the Chinese. But U.S. aeronautics experts have gone on record to say that the technology is way beyond any known capability of any known civilization, past or present. <laughs> By the way, it's very amusing how rattled the Americans are that there might, there might be somewhere out, someone out there that's much better than them with far superior technology. So, 60 Minutes on CBS has done a very interesting report on this if you are interested in the details. For my part, come June, I'll be sitting back and eagerly waiting to once again be disappointed when the US government says precisely nothing. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll be back for the next episode. Goodbye for now.